This is Jamie Morrissey and you're listening to Underdog Psychosis. Underdog Psychosis is a raw insight to Irish and Limerick youth culture, from entertainment to self-help to politics. If you like this telemate, it's available on SoundCloud and iTunes. I was inactive for a while but I'm back, and as I said in the first intro, I'm going to have fun with this. Thank you for listening. What is happening, lads? This is Jamie Morrissey, and uh, you're listening to Underdog Psychosis. I'm joined by two fellas I'm a fan of, two athletes and two Limerick curlers, Kyle Hayes and Pat Ryan. How are you doing, lads? What's the crack? Jamie, nice one. Thanks for having us on, mate. Not a bother, man. We're just done a bit of training there, man. We had a nice morning, nice fresh start to the morning. The boy, two boys were throwing a few slaps. Talk to me about the time uh, you had no scrap there in the South Court with Limerick, man. Yeah, I was, uh, did a dare to raise money for our season, basically, for just before going into 2018, we'll say. Mm. And we decided to go into St. Francis and uh, do a bit of white-collar boxing, really. It was kind of well, it wasn't white collar. It was there was no headgear or nothing like. But yeah. We did about eight or nine weeks of training, like, and ended up having a fight in the. Had no luck. Yeah, yeah, had, had no luck. Oh yeah. You yeah. were saying it went down as an amateur, fu- uh, a licensed amateur yeah, scrap. Yeah, went down. It went down as a fully lim- amateur licensed event. So we're one and all at the moment. Myself and Kyle. You're one and all, yeah. So it's not too bad. Uh, uh, some, it's 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 a different, the level of fitness it takes. Like you know, the rounds. I think we done three two minute rounds. Mm. And. Uh, Oh, that six minutes was a lot tougher than sixty minutes hurling. I think it's it's, it's unbelievable. Like on yeah. your feet, like you're throwing you're throwing your arms around the round, but after the second round, trying to get up off the stool, like two cinder blocks, you know? Yeah. Your well legs, it's crazy. And I think it's something every athlete can relate to, like getting inside the ring. There's something primal about it. I think fighting's in all our blood, like you know yeah. what I mean? As I'm sure as athletes you enjoyed it, like did you? Well, like when you're playing hurling in fairness to fourteen men, which mm. in in what we'd have a ring like on the field. Mm. But when you're boxing then it's just you, mm. you know. So it's uh I always love watching boxing. So Kyle, myself and Kyle always spoke about fighting, boxing, and stuff like that. Mm. And to actually do it then gives an off. You get you have an awful lot of respect 100% for the men that fight after that because it's it's unbelievably tough for sure. And I think it's all mental as well. Like my two losses now in the country are undoubtedly down to just it's mentality, man. You know, both times I've been the most prepared physically and gassed out nearly in thirty seconds based on where my mind was. So I think. Aside from anything, what fighting does, it's a great thing in terms of mental strength that you could bring into other sports. Yeah, 100%. I, I found that as well. Like, it's you're on your own, I say, there, as Pat said. When you're out in the field, you're having a bad day, there's 14 other fellas can drag you through it. Like, but there's no hiding inside the ring as well. Like, so there's no escaping. So 100%. You stay on your own, you know? Uh, you're watching boxing. Who's your favourite boxer at the minute, boys? Uh, at the minute, I'd say Tyson Fury, you know? Nah, you can't. You can't dislike that, man. What about mm. you, Pat? I'd say Tyson Fury, yeah. There's Who's, a, the Who's the best of all time? Oh, Fly Mayor is best of all time. I'd it's have to agree with you. It's not even close, to be honest. Not close. It's, not, it's actually not even close. Who's your top three? Uh, top three, top three favourites, I'll go with. Oh, go top three favourites. Uh, Prince Nazim. You like Prince, was yeah. always Was always one of them. He used to be my all, you know, on the, on the beef or the skins. He's highlight reel. Prince Nazim, Flyed, uh, Ricky Hatton, when he was yeah, gone. Ricky when was he, cool, When right he yeah? was going well. The first pay-per-view fight I ever set up for was Hatton versus Mayweather. Man. And I it know. was crazy. I'll never forget that myself and Bear, Kyle Flanagan, we were, were staying up for it, man. We were sitting on my couch, and you know, at the time, mm. I suppose we were about 12, 13, were we? And two eyes hanging out of our head trying to stay up for this. We've one fag left between us. And uh, I got to call Spark up that there, and uh, we went to Spark it up and lit the lit the filter side of it at the time. Because <laughs> <laughs> fags were currency at the time. Two of us almost dug the head off each other. But yeah, Hatton, man, what an era that was. Hatton, yeah. Mayweather, and stuff. What a yeah. fight that was. And Pacquiao and stuff like that. F- Floyd was just, ah, he was unbelievable, you know. When a man doesn't get hit like that, it's so unusual. That's like, it, man. If he just made it. See, boxers, I think boxers are very harsh. Like, you said there about two losses. Like, you know what I mean? We could play 10 games in the year, and it doesn't matter if you lose. That's it, it doesn't really matter if you lose one or two. Mm. Once you win, once you win the big thing at the end, but boxers they play an awful lot of 
partners on the, that all like that's it man you can't no you definitely can't afford to take losses too early in your career on boxing and that's it what would you like in terms of like the way he structured that championship when he won it now we, we'll touch on it briefly because I'm sure you know, you've talked about it enough we'll keep it uh, we'll keep it whatever way you want to do things but what way you said that uh, like in, in Hurling you can lose a few games and come strong at the end what what value would you place on those few losses you took at the start in terms of how finish, how strong you finished? Ah, sure, it's m- it's absolutely massive. Like you know, we were in the the Munster Championship in 2018, but we didn't win the Munster Championship. You know, we got we got a right we got a right baiting by off Clare in the last round. So you know, it's a massive it's a massive reality checked in. You know, you, you it's either it's either shit. Then I get off the pot. Like you know, it's you either you either going to go and do something. Then after that, it's a lot of home truths kind of can be told. But obviously, then that that was kind of used as a bit of fire in the belly and stuff like that. And I remember training the following week after we played after we lost to Clare was just it just went up a notch. Same last year we lost to Cork in the first round, and uh, again there was kind of some home truths, and then it just kind of picked up from there. Um, Boys, one thing I noticed from talking from looking like whenever I meet some of your team and even talking to the two E this morning, there's a serious chemistry with you, like you know what I mean. And it's a young side, and you can see that you're you're all you're all very very close mates as well. Talk to me about the chemistry to the side and, and what value you place in terms of the success you're bringing to the table with it. Stiffly up there and. I'd say in the whole team's values is definitely up there in top three. It has to be in a even top one in it for us. Like it's like as you said, boxing is different. It's nearly an individual sport. You know, you've a backroom team and all that. Like, but hurling is is a team sport. Like you know, and it goes completely on chemistry. Like if mm. two fellas there that they don't really click with each other, it's very hard to play with them. Then like you know, mm. it's it's hard that you go out and you put your body on the line for another fella. Like, and I think that's one thing nearly everyone kind of notices around notices around the team. Like. Everyone just gets on like a house on fire, like you know, there's no fucking bitching or nothing that goes on at all, like which is obviously unbelievable. Like, um, and it's great to see. And I don't think there's any other sport in the world that in, that engulfs kind of momentum and chemistry more. Like you can almost see in a hurling game when a chemistry is starting to click and fellas are patting or slapping their chest and stuff, you can start to see the energy and momentum shift. So if you're going into a game with the chemistry's right, you know what I mean? The battles are already half won early, like you know what I mean? And you can see that with your team, like the chemistry is brilliant. Even another ten years, like talk to me about the future. Like what is uh. What's the what's the mentality of the team at the minute? How often are you communicating? I know I know club championships coming up. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, look, well, at the moment, the club fellas will nearly be ready to go on to war with each other, like <laughs> you know. But um, so I've been packing all right. We're in different divisions, but um, we would still be talking away to them through fucking WhatsApp or Snapchat or or anything like that, like you know. Um, we still have mi- that means of communication. You might meet a fella for a coffee or a tea or something, like you know. But for for the moment, there's no actual we'll say organised events for us like because as I said we're fed out with our clubs like but I think September is 18 September or something is when we can get back like but I know when that time comes fellas are just going to be bullying to get back like mm. so they're only going to be champing at the bit like and that's that's going to be after a tough club championship as well like you know yeah. uh, in terms of lockdown boys what way did that treat you I know for me it was good the break was nice I got some good training learned a bit of jiu-jitsu I changed things up what you get at yeah it was good it's, it's kind of it's good to sit back and kind of get a break you know like myself, I had uh, shoulder surgery there just there in December, so it was kind of a chance for me to to work on that, kind of get get back into the gym and do a good bit. And I know different fellas work on different things like that. Some fellas attack the gym, some fellas attack the hurling wall, and some fellas just you try and get that extra couple of percent before you get back. So there be no one, there be no, there be no one sitting back. There be no one taking a break for too long. Uh, you you should take a break when at the start of it because that's that's resting the body but after that then ev- everyone is working on something because we we see there like if we meet if 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 lads are sending snaps or if we see a lad for coffee or something like that like everyone is looking extremely fit like there's no one there's no one coming back wha- overweight or anything like that you know mm-hmm. fellas are pretty fellas are always zoned in like they're zoned in 12 months around really yeah. but it's not it's not a job then either like you know you're asking about 
you know, all lads being friends and chemistry and this and that, like, it's because we all share a purpose, to be honest. There's, that's the real, that's the real thing coming in when I knew you were going to ask about the hurling and stuff like that. Like, I was just thinking, like, what is it? Like, you know, it's, we just, you have this, it gives you a purpose in life. Do you know, like, we're all young men. We, like, I'm finished college two years. It was in my head, like, geez, will I go now? Will I live in America? Will I live somewhere else? But the purpose, no, like, the purpose keeps me here, like, you know. How beautiful is that, man, that you know, it's like. F- it's fantastic. It's a beautiful thing that mm-hmm. you know through the power of hurling, like, the joy you can bring to a city, like. Do yeah. you understand me? Like, sure, winning that championship. But even individuals, like, you know what I mean? There's a lot of people who, who don't know, who don't have that. They don't have a purpose. They don't know what they want to, they don't know what kind of draws them in. But we're very lucky that we know that this is our our, our own purpose, like, you know, that this is what we want to do. Mm. So, like, you know, any young people, like, they should be trying to find something like that, to be honest. Yeah. That's what life come down comes down to. Like I, don't, I think it's it's pretty much empty without it, man. Um, as high level kind of athletes, and you're nothing short of it, boys. Uh, what what value do you place in recovery? What way do you go about your recovery in terms of training? What way do you structure your training each week? Because what I'm saying, how wrecked my body is getting during the week. I'm always asking about recovery with different people. How do you find it? Uh, I think like we had a rest and see coach there last year, uh, Joe Connor. He every time he talked about recovery, he'd all talk about it in percentages and. He always placed such a high importance on sleep. Eight hours sleep was the most. He said that's 60-70%. The protein shakes, the food after training, that all adds up to 5 or 10%. But the sleep was just massive. He couldn't like put enough emphasis on it really. Like, you know, he, he really had uh, struck home for all of us, really, like the importance of it. Like yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like we live in there, that Marcy's on team there as well. He religiously gets nine hours sleep every night, like. As soon as it comes eleven, bang, he's gone to bed. I, I can't function without it. Like, yeah. I've like even I've OCD since I'm since I'm a child, and if I don't get eight hours sleep, they're just boom, it's taking over my day, man. Do you know what I mean? And uh, yeah, it, it, I need them. Uh, what else are gonna say, to you boys? I had something quick there to ask about uh, even living together. Do you find that's helping things in terms of the structure of training, the structure of helping each other? I found even. Uh, working with Faisal and stuff and the amount of time I'm spending around other fighters on a daily basis you're picking up things like Conor McGregor famously said that if he spars an amateur he's going to take something from that when you're looking at each other in the house there's always something you can take from each other how are you finding that? Yeah I, they're definitely massive uh, positive side to living with each other when you're on the same team like I'll just say like if even just a small thing like if I was going to the shop to get it just say if I was going to get in a bar or something mm. like no, then again, he's an absolute raw belly. He puts nothing bad into his body at all. I nearly feel bad coming back into the house then, like, you know, it's something. So <laughs> I kinda it does help like that a lot, like, in your diet and just I- different influence. Like, if, say, if it's going to the river for for recovery, you'll say, and uh, one of the boys say, I'll go on, sure, you're going with him then, like, you know, if you're home on your own, you probably wouldn't go, like, you know what I mean? So mm. when you have someone who's the same mindset and goal as you, like, it's very hard to uh, to go at that, like, you know. Mm. Funny one as well for Gareth the butcher trains here now with uh yeah. with Rob. And it was saying to me yesterday I was talking to him about my mate Ham and then Ham's father and stuff like that and he started talking about you. Yeah. But he said that you were working inside there, but he said that he was full of compliments about you, man. But he said that the year before you won the championship that you had said to him, he said, I think you were just knocked out the year before and he said next year we'll win the All Ireland. Talk talk to me about your headspace at that time, what made you so was that a young fella talking big things or did you genuinely feel like that? Uh no, I just knew there was something special in that group, like, you know, I was it was my first year on the team that year I was 17 going on 18 like and I never met any of the lads before they were always two or three years older than me like mm-hmm. you know so I just knew when I got into the group that year like it w- that there was something definitely special there like and I don't know was I just being arrogant as a young fella I don't know but I just definitely felt that there was something there like you know and yeah. at the time like there was probably not, not a lot of belief from the supporters in us like you know mm-hmm. to win it like but I think we knew ourselves like there, there definitely was something there like 
you said it's me and 17. I remember being down to your house at the time, went down to cheer the horse. And we were after, like 17, we lost, we had two championship games, we lost the bottom. And in the league, we, we lost to all the big teams. So we kind of finished around the eight or ninth best team in Ireland mm. in 17. And I remember going down to this fella's house that, that winter as an old horse. And he just said to me, he goes, we're going to win the Ireland next year. And I honestly didn't think we would mm. at the time because I was like, ah, oh, lad, we have a lot of work to do. And he was like, just trust me. So so Let me talk to you about your role in your team in the team because like a lot of people would hold you in regard as one of the most skillful hurlers in the country, yet you know, for a lot of the championship you're coming off the bench and stuff like that. Talk to me about your role in terms of that, what way you're feeling about the impact you're bringing off. Are you happy to you're happy to help the team the team of course, but what's your thoughts on it? Uh, sure look, it's you know, it's everyone 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 wants to play, you know, and everyone wants to everyone wants to do really well. And there's there's a lot of days there's a lot of days you you don't get on diff- different times, but you just you you can't let it you can't see yourself as that in everyone inside we have an unbelievable panel of thirty six players and honest to God now the 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 AVB games inside and stuff like that some some people have kind of talked about them before and it's just y- you know it's pure it's going to war like and it's just it's unbelievably even like you know fighting for your place yeah fighting for your place and then like so look any time you come on any time you get a game for Limerick is is unbelievable any time you get on for two minutes sixty minutes. Any day you get to train with Limerick, it's just it's all I wanted to do. Like so, I don't care. I don't care how long I get on. I'd like to get on for as long as I could, obviously, and going forward, that's obviously the plan. But I know it in. You know, I know I'm pushing fellas. I know the backs are pushing me. Everyone's pushing each other, and like I said, it's just it's all at war on the day of training. And then when we come in, we're all, we're all together. So it helps. So like you know, coming on for one minute, doing a job is the same as doing a job for sixty minutes. You just have to do your job yeah. best. And there's something about hurling boys that like. All good soccer players I knew growing growing up. A lot of fighters, a lot of good rugby players. And at a certain age, they start drinking pints, they get a bird, whatever. Things fall away a little bit. But there's something about fellas that are good at hurling, fellas that like hurling. That it seems like a passion that the 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 fire is very difficult to extinguish. Yeah, I think that's a lot to do with like let's say uh, the GA is a community sport as well. Like you know, it's a sport that's been with Ireland for however long. It's there before soccer, rugby, the whole lot. I think it's when fellas are when they know they have a talent there. Uh, they know they have to add something to the community, and if they if they can add it to the county, you know it's it's a fierce honor like to represent your club even like the mind of the county like, and I think I don't know. Soccer players and rugby players, I think sometimes maybe the outside influences could could, could creep in like, mm. but like we're not going to get rich doing this like, do you know what I mean? So that's, uh, that's yeah, it's actually a beautiful thing, man. Especially like if you were to talk to even foreigners about about what you're doing in that sense that these fellas don't get paid, it, it's. It is a beautiful thing. Let me talk to you about a certain thing as well that I remember talking to William and Keane about. It was just a mad scene, like that time coming back to Limerick. Did you know what you were going coming into that time? When uh, how many people were you looking at there? I don't know. There was fucking. There had to been. 30, yeah, 30, 50, yeah, 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 there was a lot. There had to been. There had yeah, to. Yeah, no. Talk to me just about the emotion as a young fella at that time. And I know you probably talked enough about it, but come yeah. on, it's just. It's uh, just I, d- I think it was a, a real shock, like to be honest. It didn't only. Like I'd say, about two or three months after, you're only kind of getting used to it. Like it's, you didn't know how much it actually did mean to everyone in Limerick. Like you know, it's, it's a strange feeling. It's I know fellas talk about you can't bottle or anything, but you just can't describe it. Like it's, it's it is indescribable. Like it's just something that takes over your body for them, them few days of pure euphoria. Like you know, emotion and passion, and that that taste of success is that is that after leaving a, a, a need for more, a sheer desire for more. Or like some fellas get satisfied. Like my two losses came after my two biggest wins. You know what I mean? Where I probably took the foot off, foot off the pedal mentally. Forgot. It's all about again purpose and fighting. If I know what I'm fighting for, and I know there's no, you're not trembling with passion before the fight. I know I'm going to go out there and perform well. 
but if I'm flat walking around and that's the two times I have, it's all come down to mentality. What do you think that bit of success has done for your mentality? Has it? Is it gonna? Pu- it's gonna push you on. Oh yeah, it does. Hundred percent. It only makes you more hungrier. It makes you hungrier than you were before. Like when once you taste that bit of success, you want more and more and more. Like I talked about that feeling before. Yeah, like you just you need it. Like again, like it's like a drug. Like you need it. So you get addicted to it. Like, and I think like we're not a complacent team. Like everyone is on the same boat as well. Like you know. Yeah, but like you know, people think then they sit down and geez, do teams do, do they just think about like you asked about success there? Like, but what comes to success is actually enjoyment. Do you know what I mean? You've I've never enjoyed something more than when you win something. So what you're actually doing is you're just it, funny enough as it is, you're actually just trying to enjoy yourself. And we not like to enjoy yourself the most. You just have you just have to win. So that's what we're trying to do. I like it, boys. And just finally, there, just touch on club championship there. So Kildare are doing yeah. Yeah. All right. What's the story? The two separate divisions. Yeah, we're you're looking to get promoted this year, college. Hopefully, surely. yeah. There's four four divisions: Limerick Junior, Intermediate, Premier, Intermediate, and Senior. So we're Premier Intermediate at the moment. And it's usually seven games, but it's actually split up into two groups of four this year. So we have three games, and we're looking at a semi-final final if we get through. Like so, please God, now we're knocking on the door. The last few years, like, but it's it's a fierce competitive environment in there. Yeah, like it's you know, a tough division as well. Like it's very tough. Yeah, cause you're taking the best. We'll say we're nearly the worst to senior a few years ago. Then we're taking the best of intermediate. Then another few years ago, and that's the, that's the eight teams. like so, you're looking at a point or two every game. Like you know, so you need a bit of luck as well. Like. I know, I'm yeah, going to be there, man. It's Friday yeah. week, is it? Friday week, yeah, yeah. Oh, no, this Friday, like, yeah, this Friday coming. Like. Brilliant. And Doom, pa? Yeah. Are you knocking on the door for county championship? Uh, knocking on the door, but, like, you know, in fairness, likes and peers, perhaps, well, they've been a, a step ahead last year, so you're just trying to, you're just trying to get a little bit better every year. That's all you're trying to do. You're just trying to, if the graph is going up, if the graph is steadily going up the whole time, you'll eventually get to, to where you're going. So that's just what we're trying to do. And, but, like, again, it is, it is, it is great enjoyment. Like, do you know what I mean? Just playing challenge matches last two weeks with the club, it's just it's just brilliant, like you know, just just going out there with lads in the club, you know, you wouldn't see him most of the year when you're at the county and stuff like that, and even a lot of fellas in the club, you d- you actually don't see him unless you meet him at training. You can't bait the camaraderie. Yeah, exactly, like you know, so I can't wait for club championship. No, it's all some people, some people online were giving out that it's all close together, but we actually love it close together. Match this week, match next week, you know, that's all you want, like matches every week. Boys, lads, I enjoyed that podcast thoroughly. Thank you very much for your time this morning, boys. Two champs, that's Kyle Hayes and Pat Ryan. Boys, very best luck for the future, and thanks, William, for coming in. Yeah, I much appreciate it. Underdog Psychosis, SoundCloud, and iTunes.